Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Business Mojo and Margaritas, where I get all up in your business in 20 minutes or less. I am Suzanne Proxa, your host, business strategist and coach for female entrepreneurs, and my jams just happen to be a client attraction and marketing. So let's not delay any further. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Business Mojo and Margaritas. I tell you what, we are going to be talking about one of my obsessions today, you guys. I am so geeked right now. I have got a special surprise for you today. I am going to be talking to Jana O, and she is a content manager and Pinterest strategist, and I caught on to her because she is in all the groups sharing gems of knowledge about Pinterest, and Pinterest happens to be one of my um, maybe unhealthy obsessions. I'm not really sure, so I am going to let her introduce herself because as I always say, she'll do a much better job than I will, and then we will dive in. Hello, lady. Hi. Hey, Suzanne. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. So, so, so excited to be here. You want me to do my intro? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, super. Um, yeah. So like you said, I am a content manager and I'm also a Pinterest strategist for online coaches and consultants and course creators. And I help them with content marketing and automation. And um, I do as one of my sort of subspecialties, if you will, I do set up very strategic and low-maintenance Pinterest profiles for coaches and course creators and consultants that drive traffic to their content with the goal of growing their email lists. So that is what I do and what we're here to talk about today. Awesome. And so much better than doing ads and throwing money at Zuck, right? (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I enjoy being on Facebook. I like his platform, but I do like Pinterest better. I have to admit. Yeah. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about how coaches and consultants can use Pinterest strategically to drive traffic and get leads in just a few hours a month. So I am so intrigued to dive right in because I tell you, even with the use of one of the platforms that I know you're probably going to talk about, it still takes a little bit too long for me to get things rolling. So I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Sure, absolutely. So first of all, you know, a lot of people, I mean, Pinterest, people are finally starting to dive into Pinterest. But the yeah. reality is that they're, they're still not really diving in at the rate that I would expect, you know, because we're always talking about now using search engines and things like that, you know, the YouTubes and the Pinterest. Yeah. And, and so, but I still see, see people like just hanging on to that, that Facebook. <laughs> and so yeah. in your opinion, why don't more coaches, consultants, and service providers use Pinterest to generate leads and sell programs? Well, I think the hesitation, there are two things that really play into it, in my opinion. Um, One of them is that people still really think of Pinterest as the type of the place where you go when you are looking to pin information about homemaking and recipes and party planning and that kind of thing. And I think those of us that are aware of Pinterest as a business tool, like we still use it that way. 
but we've also discovered this other piece of it where we actually can drive content to our content and grow our lists with it. So the great thing on the other side of that coin is that the people who are there on Pinterest, the pinners, they're looking for inspiration, they're looking for ideas, they're looking honestly for like solutions to their problems and ways to make their lives and their businesses better. So when we figure out a strategic way to get our content in front of the right people on Pinterest, they are in a mindset when they're on Pinterest to actually like take action and, and purchase. So, you know, that's one of the reasons people don't really think of it right away as a business tool. But when you do make that mindset shift, that's one of the reasons why it can be so powerful because people are really, they're looking for like really ways to spend their money on making their lives and their business better. It's people who have vision and they're looking for solutions who are there. And then I think the other reason why people don't use it for their, or aren't as, um, people aren't like really discovering it as quickly as you or I would think they would be for their businesses is because when people first start thinking about Pinterest as a business tool, they think of it as a social media platform. So if they've had some success with Facebook or LinkedIn, um, or even Twitter, they are trying to kind of apply those same principles, the same things that they did to be successful on those social media platforms to their Pinterest strategy. And it doesn't fit because it's not really a social media platform. It is, as you mentioned, a visual search engine. So I think when people start thinking about it, they automatically, they, they get a little bit, they start to shy away from it because they're seeing that the, the, the you know, the ways that they've used social media isn't going to fit. And so they kind of get distracted and, and get away from trying to figure out what their Pinterest strategy would be, or they get overwhelmed by it and stop. Um, so I think those are what I see as sort of the, the, really the two reasons people don't take as much advantage of it as they could. Yeah. So interesting because, um, mm -hmm. you know, I was listening to you intently and one of the things, one of the first things that my little ears zoomed in on was the whole buying psychology piece. Like people go on there, they're ready to buy. They're looking for solutions. Oh yeah, for and sure. I, and they, go ahead, sorry. No. So I think that <laughs> that is a very good point for people to realize when they're kind of shying away from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. They say, um, you know, 93% of pinners um, have gone online uh, on Pinterest and made a purchase as a result of what they found on Pinterest. And they also say that the average Pinterest driven um, like purchase is actually $50 now versus the average Facebook driven purchase, which is only $3. Oh, wow. So people really, yeah, people really truly are um, on the platform looking for ways to spend their money. So, wow. Cool. So that's a gem. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> So, mm -hmm. yeah, and then I love how you talked about the applying social strategy to Pinterest, too. You know, if you, if you go on there willy-nilly and you're trying to, to run Pinterest like you run your Instagram, it really doesn't work well. Right, exactly. So all. it gets frustrating for people um, because they're thinking in that way and it doesn't really, that, that, that doesn't work on Pinterest. Yeah, so a lot of the people that, that listen to me, they're coaches or they provide a service of some kind. So mm -hmm. tell us like what makes Pinterest a great platform for coaches and service providers who value automation and work-life balance? Cause we need some rest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. So it's interesting cause that's actually, that's a really great kind of segue from talking about why people don't use it because 
if you do get a chance to really get it set up optimally, it can be really low maintenance. And the main reason why it can be so low maintenance for you and allow you to achieve that work-life balance is because it, it really is not a social platform. You, you don't have to be on there engaging all the time in order to get uh, results from Pinterest. So when it's set up optimally, it can really be a powerful driver of traffic to your lead magnets and your content. And I think that there's really a few reasons to answer your question why it really is a great platform for you if you do value that balance and automation. The first one is that when you create pins, they don't just disappear um, in like a fast-moving newsfeed like they might on Facebook. On Facebook, if you if you write a really terrific post, you know it, it's going to get seen by a few people in your newsfeed in their newsfeeds um, if you wrote it on your page, or it might get seen by some of your tribe and your group. But it really doesn't last beyond a few hours, or maybe a day or two if you're super lucky and you're getting a lot of engagement and it keeps sort of getting popped to the top of people's feeds or whatnot because you're getting a lot of engagement on it. You know, and on Twitter, as another example, a tweet's lifespan is really just a couple of minutes. So the thing about Pinterest pins is that they are evergreen and they continue to generate traffic for months and even years after you create them. So it really, and, and Pinterest traffic snowballs over time. So you start to see um, you know, a lot of results after maybe 60 or 90 days. And then after six months, you're getting even more results. And I have clients who have been on there for a few years and it is driving so much traffic to their sites and their opt-ins that it has far exceeded any other traffic driver, um, but in a really low maintenance way, which is great. So it's also not a social platform. Like we both mentioned, it is a visual search engine. So no one expects you to show up there every day and engage thoughtfully or organically, really. Um, it's just not the culture on Pinterest to do that. You can comment, you can like pins, but people don't really do it. Like that's not how it really works. So you can save your interacting and your engaging for your Facebook groups if you want to be there and for your Facebook um, feeds because it's not needed on Pinterest for success. So those are two reasons. And then I think that also um, there isn't like this pressure on Pinterest to like rack up your followers like there is on Instagram. On Pinterest, most people who see your pins are not your followers. Like 90 to 95% of people who see your pins are not even your followers on Pinterest. And that's so different than it is on Facebook or on Instagram. So if your pins are relevant to them, they're going to find them in their searches and in their smart feed because of your keyword optimization. So for all those reasons, if you want to have something that is really an automatic, uh, like an automated, sorry, automated, like automatic, yeah. automated um, driver of traffic, I'm like, um, it can be a really great choice if that's part of your strategy. Um, so it's great in that way. If you want to have more work-life balance because you're starting off in your entrepreneurial journey and you know that's what you want to do, or, you know, you, maybe you've been in your entrepreneurial journey now for a, a year or a couple of years and you're, you're getting results and you're running a really thriving business, but you need to kind of like dial back the amount of like hands-on work you need to do every day to lead, to lead generate, it can be a great tool. Yeah, I love that. And um, yep, a large part of my audience actually mm -hmm. also deals with chronic illness, which can, you know... Mm -hmm derail you when you don't plan on it. And sometimes there's the brain fog and stuff and you really just don't feel like conversating on Facebook or other social media platforms. So I think this mm -hmm. is a great option for them to add to their, their marketing mix uh, so that they're not having to spend all that time yet. They're, they're being effective in their marketing. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think anytime you can incorporate some automation into your content distribution, like if your your success relies a lot on distributing on-brand content on a regular basis that's high quality um, to your to your tribe and to your people and to growing your list with new people to your tribe, um, it can, definitely can be a great platform, um, you know, for, for people who need to do that automatically, for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, the other thing that I hear a lot too um, is, you know, there's a lot of people out there saying you don't need a website, you don't need a blog and that kind of thing. But, you know, one of the gold mines with Pinterest is that you can drive traffic to those articles and things where you've got links for your, your freebies. You can invite people to your groups. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think we have to think about it a little deeper than that. I'm sure you probably use it a lot to do that. Don't you? Yeah. I mean, for my particular brand, of course, you know, I'm, I'm like the shoemaker's daughter. I always use that <laughs> analogy because like, it's so funny. I just had a client who I set up a Pinterest profile. She's a parenting coach. I sent it up for her about a month ago. And um, it, it's the weekend right now when we're at the time that we're recording this. And she just sent me a message on Slack and she said, um, you know, sorry to bother you on the weekend, but I'm so excited. Like my, my monthly um, reach just doubled again overnight. Like her, her account's just like taking off and I'm like, I'm so happy for her, but I'm also a little jealous because I, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't pay very, very good attention to my own account, of course, because I'm always, um, you know, working on other people's. Um, but yeah, I do do some of that on my account for sure. And um, yes, I, I find uh, good success with that. Awesome. So what do you think are the three things that service providers need to master to do Pinterest well and make it work for their businesses? That's, yeah, that's a great question. And I think it's, it's a neat question too, because as we were talking about earlier, when you're mastering a new platform or you're starting to look into a new platform for your own business, it can get overwhelming quickly. And there is a whole world of information about there about all the things you can do on Pinterest, just like there's all these different things you can do on Instagram or, um, you know, Facebook or LinkedIn. And so people sometimes, again, you know, get overwhelmed. But I, I do really believe that you don't have to know every single thing about it to get started. So I, I love that question. I would say that focusing on having really like standout branded visuals that would be like the actual pins that you create that point to your content. That's really important because that's sort of the, the, the pin is the gateway to the funnel for your people. So when they find your pin in their searches and we'll talk about why they found your pin in a moment, but they, they're going to see it in a sea of other pins. So it really needs to be attractive. It needs to look professional. Um, it needs to be vertical. Of course, the two to three ratio is important on Pinterest because that's what Pinterest wants to see. And they prioritize pins that are the right shape in their algorithm. It needs to be legible. I can't tell you how many pins I see that like you can't even read them. <laughs> it's like, why would you create a pin that you can't read? Um, like they put words on them, but you know, it's hard to read them. Um, and they really need to have like a strong call to action so that people will click through and follow through with what it is that you want because your major like KPI um, like your key performance indicator for Pinterest success for, for my clients anyway, I think, and for most service providers and coaches is going to be clicks through to your website. And then the second thing is the keyword research and keyword optimization. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I've seen you write about that, Suze. Like I know it's, it's something that 
Um, it's not, it's not like the sexiest part of getting Pinterest set up. So a lot of people will skip it, um, or not pay as much attention to that as they should, but it's absolutely critical because it's how your ideal client finds you on Pinterest. So I, um, make a key and this is something you can DIY too. I make a list of keywords that your ideal client may use. I use the search bar to do like extensive keyword research and find the phrases that are actually the real common Pinterest search terms. And then I use them everywhere in my client's account. So in the pin descriptions, the board titles, the board descriptions, the bio, everywhere. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing is really just consistency. Um, Pinterest does want you to be pinning to your account every day, multiple times throughout the day, spread throughout the day. And at first glance, that may sound like it's like opposite of what we were talking about about a minute ago, right? With it being low maintenance. Mm -hmm. But the great thing is that there is scheduling software that is easy to set up that you can um, set up to do that for you. So Tailwind is the one that I recommend. And you do just, you schedule once a month. You usually can, you can work out like a, um, once you've developed your own custom scheduling um, protocol, I guess you could call it, or a scheduling, um, uh, I'm, I'm losing the word here. What is the word? Not protocol, but your own like process, I guess you could call it for your pinning. Um, you can do it in one monthly sitting. So you sit down and you spend one to two hours a month to schedule out for the next 30 days. And then you can set it and forget it and not have to look at it again for a month. So those would be the three things I'd say, the standout branded visuals, the keyword research and the keyword optimization, and then the consistency. And like with anything, there's always new things to learn and more things you can do to optimize your, your um, reach. But if you do those three things and, you know, you do a good job with those three things, you will see success and you will see growth in your account. Yeah. I mean, really, that's, that's great information because those really are the top three things that I did that took mm-hmm. from, you know, 160 to 16,000 views. So that is amazing. Yeah. And how, how quickly did you see that growth? I think that was within a couple months. Now I actually shot up to like 12,000 probably within a month. So, you know, it does. Yeah. Just by getting active. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. You know, you talked about having branded visuals and um, you know, I, one of my problems is Canva. So (laughs) I actually (laughs) try not to go in there too much because I'm one of those people that loves to make things beautiful and I could be in there forever. I know, me too. I like it too. I know, right? So I hesitate (sighs) to even tell the audience this, but Canva really is a great go-to to to create your graphics. And the other thing I will tell you is if you're looking for something different than what Canva offers, because that's pretty much what everybody uses, I did find some really sweet templates out on Creative Market for Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, I'm a tweaker, so I tweaked and you know, my new graphic for my Cricut's Crusher workbook, it's like, it, there's definitely a much better response to that than my old one. So I think it's worth spending. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's worth spending a few bucks. And then if you happen to be blessed and create, you know, to be creative like I am, you know, kind of tweak it so you stand out. Yep. So, yeah. And the yeah, your, thing, your visuals really are beautiful. I love all of your visuals. I, lo- you. I love seeing all your graphics. So yeah. In different places that I follow you, they really are really stand out and they're very consistent. You have a really consistent brand. I love it. 
Thank you. I know sometimes I look at them, I'm like, oh, I don't like it anymore. I got to change it. But (laughs) that's what comes along with that personality type of wanting to make things beautiful. So yeah, but it's fun because it's like it gives you a creative outlet too. Like I used to make um, like a lot of stretchy bracelets. (laughs) I know it sounds funny, but and I still do, but I don't I like I don't do it as often. And I was thinking the other day, I'm like, why don't I make as much jewelry? And I think it's because like a lot of my creative expression, I, I can like make pins and get that that creative, you know, feeling. <laughs> yeah, that's so. really funny because I think that is a thing. I think people like yeah. oh, yeah. have to do that. We have to do something. Totally. Yes. And then on your number two thing as well, like the keywords in SEO, you know, Pinterest makes it relatively easy to find keywords and stuff. But as Jana said, it's not super fun. I would say if that is something that you are dreading, really seriously, you guys just talk to her about her services. She knows what she's doing. She knows how to do it. Um, I mean, I'm assuming that that's something that you do for people. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yes, I do. I I set up, um, like completely like A to Z done for you Pinterest profiles from the ground up for coaches and course creators, consultants, um, and some other service providers as well. So that is definitely a service that I offer. Um, it's great for people who like want to learn Pinterest, but just really need like a head start because I really believe that like, even if you are running a business and you're outsourcing stuff, you still have to have a good idea of like how things are working so that you can like be the mastermind behind it and have the strategy going. So I designed that so, so that like, basically I do it all and it's a done for you service, but I also provide like a a video at the end that shows all of the thought process behind it and everything that I did to create the profile. And then it also gives you a demo of the custom um, tailwind scheduling workflow. That's the word I was looking for earlier, by the way, workflow um, for the scheduling every month so that you or your VA can take that and actually implement that once per month. So Um, It's like a good balance of like a done for you product, but it's not done for you. Here you go. And now you don't know anything about how it was done or how you're going to keep it maintained. Um, I also provide all the information about what to do on a monthly basis. So yeah, that's definitely part of what I do. Very cool. And so I have to ask you, I've got to ask you your opinion on this consistency piece because I too am obsessed with Tailwind. I'm sure you're an affiliate. I'm an affiliate. We're all affiliates, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Um, Yeah. So if you guys want the link to that, you can, you know, use Jana's, you can use mine. Um, No, it's your podcast. You put your link there. Oh, hey, I let my my guests promote like crazy. Um, (laughs) It's all good. But my question for you is, you know, I, you know, you watch me, I've gone down this path of taking all these trainings and everything, you know, Lewis Howes had somebody on who was a Pinterest expert and. I don't know. I did the uh, another, you know, couple courses through people and okay. they all say something different on this. So I'm curious to to see what you think. One okay. of them said that you need to post 30 times a day. Another one mm-hmm. said 50 and one of them said up to 90. Oh my goodness, that's a lot. I know. <laughs> I mean, what do you think about that? So The real answer to that question is it depends on your account, your followers, your niche, and what works for you. 
So although I honestly think 90 is probably a little crazy, but that's also my niche. I work with coaches, course creators, consultants, right? There are a lot of people on Pinterest who are bloggers and like really prolific bloggers and product sellers, like Etsy store product sellers. I know that's where, where you like gotten your start. Yeah. So there are different philosophies, depending on what your goals and your KPIs are, your key performance indicators, what you want to get from Pinterest. So the real answer is it depends on what works for you. And I would try different things and see where you get your best, you know, bang for your buck, if you will. Um, and then where that point of diminishing returns kind of starts for you. For my clients, I do set them up to start with about 15 pins per day. And then depending on what we see with their analytics in the first couple of months, they'll go up to um, 30 pins per day, which by the way, loosely uh, equates to about a thousand a month. So um, I would say that is definitely it. somewhere in there would be the sweet spot for most accounts that I have had an opportunity to analyze. So somewhere between 15 and 30 a day. Um, but if you're like a really prolific blogger and um, not necessarily a service provider, if you have a blog and you monetize your blog and that's how you make your money, perhaps that's why that 90 a day um, came into your, your awareness. Um, that would be just a hunch that I have, but I'd say 15 to 30 for you and for people who are coaches and service providers awesome. generally, but you know, depends on what works for you. Yes. I just, you saw, I backed mine down from 30 to 15 today. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'll be yeah. back. <laughs> Did you change the ratio? <laughs> no, oh maybe not. Gosh. Did you change the ratio of how many pins you're going to pin of your own versus like curated other people's pins? Well, content? truth be told, I am not mm -hmm. good at that at all. <laughs> That's why I'm looking yeah. to looking to have somebody help me with it and do some of it because like, you know, I'm just not good at it because it's so easy to go into tailwind tribes and just pin a bunch of stuff and then forget to mm -hmm. do your own, which of course is okay. not profitable at all and defeats the purpose. <laughs> but, um, well, yeah, I think that your workflow, like your, your workflow should include starting by pinning your own content and then filling in the rest of your schedule with uh, with high quality curated content from other people's pins that are relevant to your audience. Yeah, I like that. And I think really the only deterrent to that, the only reason it hasn't been happening with mine is because my pins are getting done. I actually have somebody helping do the pins, uh, but they're getting done mm -hmm. like on a daily, you know, every other day kind of basis rather than one sitting. So okay. I think, for me, that one little thing is, is sheer gold right there. You just helped me a ton. If I could just oh, good. do oh, it in one setting, do all my stuff, and then do the rest, it would make a huge difference for me. Yeah, for that, sure. that's definitely, it, it should definitely be um, like a, you know, a set it and forget it thing. So, you know, you can't set it one time and then forget it and never go back to it, but you definitely can set it for the month and then come back to it. And I, I actually have accounts where we, um, ones that I don't actively manage, but that I set up where people will actually do 60 days or even 90 days of pinning in advance and then come back to it after 60 days or 90 days and do another setting of scheduling. So you can do it that way too. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, so I bet you we've gone over our 20 minutes, dear audience. Have we? Uh -oh. Thank you for, <laughs> yeah, but it's such a great topic. So, it's so fun. I know. <laughs> oh so, yeah. I'll be putting the disclaimer at the beginning. 
but um but here's the deal like i am sure that there are people listening who are just like okay how in the world do i work with this girl and get her to help me with my pinterest because you know what i'm all up in my instagram i don't have time for this how did, <laughs> oh, how yeah. did they find you <laughs> oh sure thank you for that um yeah, so my website is janaomedia.com. So it's J-A-N-A-O, which is the first initial of my last name, and then media.com. And um, I have all of my offerings listed there on my website, including Pinterest offerings and then other content uh, marketing automation projects that I offer to people. Um, and then I do have a free Pinterest checklist that you can um, snag if you'd like to, and that's janaomedia.com backslash Pinterest checklist, all one word. And I will say that that Pinterest checklist is designed specifically just for coaches, consultants, course creators, and service providers. So um, just definitely, you know, just to be aware of that, if you are like a product seller or do Pinterest for, or have an interest in doing Pinterest for other reasons, that checklist is, is not going to be as relevant. It's just for the coaches and course creators, consultant types. Okay. All right, so I will definitely put that in the in the show notes for people. So it's janaomedia.com. Oh, cool. Correct. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on. This was awesome. Of course, you know. Oh, Pinterest thank you for having me. Out about hence the reason we're over on time. <laughs> I know we're both um, excited about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the perfect storm. Yes. <laughs> So you guys hunt this girl down. Seriously, I've seen her in so many groups. I've seen what she posts. She knows what she's doing. She is amazing. And obviously, oh my she's gosh, super thank fun you. at the same time. So <laughs> track her Thanks. down. Thank, thank you, you, Suze. This was fun. Yes. So, and All thank right. you to the audience for hanging out with us today. And one place I know for sure that you can interact with her is in my group which is oh, it's such a great group. Yes, I love it. I it's love one of my it. favorites. So yes. fun. It, I just renamed it again back to um, my podcast name, Business Mojo and Margaritas. <laughs> um, so that's where you will find us. Um, fempreneurs.biz is the easy way I created to get there. And I hope to see all of you guys in there soon. And Jana, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Have a great rest of your day. I will. You too. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. I'm so glad you decided to roll with me yet again. Hey, if you loved it, please give me a rating and some little comments on iTunes. And hey, if you're thinking that working together with my crazy self sounds like a fantastic idea, hunt me down. SuzanneProxa.com. That K is before the S. You can find all of my coaching information, my blog, my courses, all of the things all right in one spot. And with that, I will see you in the next episode, gorgeous.